Raised to Walk Podcast, Episode 3. Welcome to the Raised to Walk Podcast, where we're walking out the life of faith. Romans 6, verse 4 reads, As Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. And this show is designed to help you do just that. Now here's your host, Carla Alvarez. joining the Race to Walk podcast and today I'm going to talk a little bit about one of the gifts of the Spirit which is discerning of spirits. So this month has been really interesting so far and when I look back over my notes there have been quite a few lessons uh, for me in God's training program. I think you know the Holy Spirit speaks to us and he shows us things and one of the ways you can tell God is talking to you is that you'll kind of get a repeat of the same message you know over and over you'll hear it in different ways and in different places when you're reading the bible you know when you're in your quiet time um you know other people will share it with you too but one of the the overarching uh themes of what i've been learning in this past year is about spiritual warfare what it is what it actually looks like and what we're supposed to do about it so Um, I've been volunteering in a healing room and I've come to realize that there's a lot more demonic interference in our lives than I would have thought before that. So, and I don't know why that was such a surprise to me because after all, God, God tells us that the battle is spiritual in the Bible, but it did come as a shock when I first started seeing it. So it's been a learning process and it's almost like as soon as I came to the realization of something God says okay let's it's time to go a step further now so if you're familiar with deliverance none of this none of what I'm talking about will come as a surprise to you but if you're somebody who thinks that Christians can't be oppressed by evil spirits um, or even that there are evil spirits you might get a little worked up over the rest of what I'm going to be talking about but you know I'm just going to tell you this is what I've personally experienced and some of the things I'm going to talk about it was confirmed by other people too so um, I'd suggest that you go back and actually read through the New Testament and reread what it says about spiritual warfare Uh, the book of Ephesians is a a great book that talks about not only spiritual warfare and getting ready for it but the whole purpose of our plan here in Ephesians 3:10 it talk it says that God planned all this to show spiritual rulers and so he's talking about these rulers that we are these other spiritual entities that we're in war against you know that he is the god of gods and the lord of lords so anyway um about a year and a half ago you know, I started uh, recognizing certain scents, certain fragrances when the Holy Spirit was present. And this may sound like a weird thing, but this is totally true. Um, they weren't always this, the same, and the smell kind of varied depending on what was going on the t- at the time and, you know, what the Holy Spirit was doing. And then later, I started smelling different smells that weren't so good. So... It may have happened. I mean, I'm not saying that I only started smelling this a year and a half ago. But I think sometimes things are going on and we don't recognize it. And so, or we don't recognize what's behind it. And so, this is about the time that I started not only recognizing what the smell was and 
you know, that it really wasn't just something in the natural, that it was something that, that uh, was going on in the spiritual realm. So anyway, this does, it doesn't always happen, but, um, and sometimes about a month or so would go by between these experiences, but, you know, it's pretty, pretty regularly and pretty frequently. And so in the beginning, when I started experiencing this, I was just thinking, oh, wow, this is like really cool. And then I started paying attention to what was going on and what the, uh, just researching what the different scents represented. And um, sometimes I recognize it was a a signal to to intercede for something. And so I would have, um, I actually have a little book that I carry around in my purse that like when I, something like that goes on, I'll make a note of, you know, most of the time it's like these fragrances I smell, but I'll make a note of the date where I was, what was going on, what the fragrance was, if I can tell what, if I know what it meant, or if, um, you know, if I don't, I just write it down and just, and then leave it and then go back to it later. So about a month ago, I volunteered for the first time in a Sunday school class and this little girl came in and she just looked kind of like down and out, you know, um, you know, if you, the Bible talks about a spirit of heaviness and that's just kind of what she looked like. She, her face was kind of this yellowish gray color and, and, you know, just besides her demeanor, the thing that I noticed about her was that like around the edges of the lower half of her nose, there was kind of like this blue cast kind of a tint to it. And so just a few days before that I had been, um, I had noticed the same thing in another situation on somebody else, and I, I don't know why, but it just kind of stood out to me, and and um, it's just something that I noticed. And I think part of the reason is that some of the one of the people that I volunteered in the healing room with had said a couple times, "Oh, you can tell like her that they'll talk about you know like." color in their face, like a darkness in their face, you can see it lift sometimes after a prayer. And so that sometimes the spiritual oppression, what is, there's a actual physical, uh, you can see it visibly on people. So anyway, I volunteered in the class again last week. And this time this girl's sister was in the class instead of the original, of the girl that I had seen the, the, month before there was kind of a it was about the time that they were switching grades and there was kind of a mix-up in which class they were supposed to be so this little girl sat down next to me and she was just all bubbly about you know talking about her family and uh she told me that what they do in the bible in the in the sunday school class is every week they're supposed to learn a verse and they send something home with them so they can work on it and she told me she hadn't been able to memorize her her bible verse from the week before because her sister had torn up the card that it was on. And I said, well, does your sister do like things like this very often? And she said, oh, I can't even tell you what she does. She starts scratching people and she doesn't stop until my mom or dad like gives her a job to do. And then she, she showed me her cheek and she had this gouge in, in her cheek where her sister had just like come at her and like gouged her fingernail into it. It was just like, almost a little disturbing so anyway um 
so before this, a few days before this, I volunteered in the healing room and one of the people we prayed for was suffering from like severe chronic depression. And she was seeing, you know, she was seeing a doctor, but um, part of the issue was her medication wasn't working and it was just like a really intense oppression. And so, um, you know, this, this particular healing room, they don't get into deliverance or, um, you know, when they, people come, it's more, they pray for physical healing. They don't spend a lot of time on, not that they don't address emotional healing, but they don't really, um, it's just for the amount of time, it's basically praying for physical healing. But as the lead person, prayer person was ministering to the person, I smelled this like putrid smell, like this, just kind of a musty yuck. It was just gross. And then Right after that, it was followed by the smell of clean laundry, and there were just waves of this. It kind of went several times during the time that that they were praying for this person. So afterwards, I had mentioned that, and the two other people, one of the people that was in the room at the time, and then another person that had been in, in, this, in a different room praying for them ahead of time, they, they confirmed the same thing, that they smelled the same thing. And so it kind of um, puzzled me for a little bit because, you know, I've been literally, I've been reading about deliverance for the last year and, you know, every, all the books that I've been reading have been, you know, it's been in the context of it being a really deliverance, being an active and an intentional process. Like you, you know, basically speak to whatever spirit it is and bind it and cast it out and whatever. So there was none of that that was going on here. I mean, it was just, they were just praying for this person. And this was just, you know, it just, to me, I, at at this point I had experienced these, this, you know, smelling these things that I knew that there was some sort of deliverance, you know, but there had been no literal, like speaking it out, you know, like no speaking deliverance to this person. Just, they were just praying for them. So going back to the Sunday school class, um, you know, after this little girl told me about her sister and like these raging attacks that she would get into, I just said, well, you know, the next time she starts acting that way, just say, I rebuke this angry spirit in the name of Jesus. And she just kind of gave me this like startled look and, and, you know, I was thinking, okay, does this seven-year-old just think I'm weird or what? And so, but then about a minute later, I smelled this really, um, it's almost kind of like this rancid cigarette smoke-like smell. And so I was thinking, what is that? I mean, if I hadn't had the experience in the healing room a few days before, you know, I'm not sure if I would have recognized it for what it was. So, you know, just to be clear, I wasn't like trying to teach this little second grader how to do deliverance, but um, what was in my mind when I was telling her that was a few years ago, somebody came to my house and they were like really aggressive and, and antagonistic and they were standing in my doorway just basically ranting at me and I don't even know what prompted me to say this because you know I wasn't thinking about thinking in this mindset at the time and and I didn't know really know much about spiritual warfare either but I said you know you can say but this aggressive spirit isn't welcome here and has to go and I am not kidding you I could literally like see like this this thing like passing over this their face I mean it was just I just totally changed it just like literally like the spirit left and their 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 demeanor changed just just like that and like 
you know, they came in and they tied and it was totally fine. So because of that, I was telling, you know, because of that situation, I was telling, I shared that with a little girl because that had been my experience. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe if her sister starts freaking out on her, maybe she can just do that. So anyway, later I was, I shared that with a friend of mine and she said it was probably something that had been transferred to her during her sister's attack because you know like if you read any books about deliverance or people um that work in inner healing they you know a lot of times some of the things that we is something could come on us not necessarily um because of something that we did but it can be put on us like either through attack you know either either uh, physical or you know verbal you know somebody can basically kind of they're throwing this on you and this this spirit comes with it and so anyway that was just kind of one of the this interesting situations that's happened in the last month so to close this out, I'd just like to read a few verses that talk about discerning right from wrong and also developing discernment. Hosea 14.9 Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the righteous will walk in them, but the transgressors will stumble in them. And Philippians 1, 9-10 and this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent, in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. And then finally, Hebrews 5.14 But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil. Just pray, Lord, that we, we who are your people, that we you help us grow in discernment. And that we can recognize not only when situations are where there is a, a spiritual element to it, but that we can discern the source of that spirit, whether it's from the Holy Spirit or whether it's from something else. And help us to not only recognize it, but take action and to step forward and to be the ministers of light and reconciliation the ones that, who set the captives free and relieve the oppressed. And I pray this all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Raised to Walk podcast. We'd love for you to continue to walk with us, so head over to raisedtowalk.org news to get free updates. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you next time.